Good morning, everyone. I am waiting for Ben to come up. We are getting ready to record our season finale. But before he gets here, I want to share my whistling story. He just will not appreciate it and my talents the way hopefully many of you will. A couple of weeks ago, I'm driving in the car and Hudson and a few of his friends are in there. A song comes on and I start whistling away. I love to whistle. Does anybody else like to whistle? Anyway, Hudson and his friends, their eyes got so big and they're like, how do you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just whistle. Later that night, Hudson gets home. He goes, mom, you got to whistle again. So I start whistling and he goes, did you take like some kind of whistling class? (laughs) And I was like, okay, Hudson is eight. So I know like my elevated status in his eyes probably does not have very many years left. So I am going to soak it up as long as I have this eight-year-old little boy thinking I am magical. And so I said, no, I just do it. He's like, show me again. Of course, Ben's sitting over on the couch, like, seriously, it's, it's not that impressive. So we go to the shirt shop and I ask everybody, hey, do you guys know how to whistle? And Izzy was the one, oh, I do, I do. Bless her heart. She starts sucking into whistle and I was like, this girl's gonna pass out. But Izzy, Izzy's not here to defend herself. She would tell you she's a great whistler. So anyway, I start whistling and all these girls have the same reaction that Hudson did. Their eyes get big and they're like, oh my gosh, you can change your pitch and everything. Now, to be fair, I could not carry a tune in a bucket if I had to if I had to sing. I am a horrible singer, but I do enjoy a good whistle. So then this past week, Cole was here working. Cole is one of Jordan's friends. He has autism. He works for us every Tuesday and Wednesday. Cole loves to sing, and Cole is really good at singing. At Christmas time, he would start singing. He knew every word to every Christmas song we could come up with. It was just really fun to listen to him. He was good. So I said, hey, Cole, let's do a song. You sing, I'll whistle. And so it's been raining here a lot. So we started singing, I think it was like, oh, it was the Barney song. Jordan and Cole both loved Barney when they were younger. Standing outside with your mouth open wide, ah, ah, ah. Anyway, that was the song. So I start whistling, Cole starts singing, and it was, he was loving it. And let's be clear, so was I. So anyway, it was just a fun way to spend the week whistling while we worked. And I don't know, I'm gonna have to post on social media to see if anyone else, you know, is whistling their thing because... I don't know, maybe it's my like one little hidden talent. But if you want to see that video of Cole and I, you know, making our debut of our whistling and singing thing, you got to tune into our social media. I'll be posting it today so that I can show you all our hidden talents. Um, It is I'll I'll post the video on all of our social media stuff and you can you can let me know in the comments. You know, are you better at whistling? Are you better at singing? What's your thing? Welcome to the Be Kind to Everyone podcast. I'm Ben. And I am Jackie. We are so excited that we have made it through season one. And today we have a very special guest. If you do not ever listen to the podcast, The Upside with Callie and Jeff, you should. But more importantly, Jeff Daller is in our studio with us. We work with him and his company, 1022. Jeff, you can jump in if I say that wrong. But 
they have helped be the brains behind our podcast and help it kick off so successfully this year. So we thought, what a fun way to wrap up the season with Jeff coming in, asking us questions, um, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I wish... I had thought of this ahead of time and brought audio from the very first time we sat around <laughs> together. No, probably not. When we plugged in all the equipment and then I said, all right, start talking. Let's see what we're working with. Yeah. And you guys did. And it, it was not as smooth as that was. That yeah. was that was well done. So how does it feel 12 episodes later? Is that what we're on? Are we on number 12? How does it feel? Not bad. I think do you not feel, bad. Do you feel? I, do I? I feel like I'm. I'm getting better at it. Jackie's. I don't know if. I mean, she's probably getting better at it. Don't get me wrong. But I think if you really compared number one to now, not much change. I mean, she's pretty solid with public speaking. Yeah. But how about you? How do you feel? Are I feel you more better, comfortable. More yeah. comfortable. Yes. Okay. But still, I'm. I'm never going to be. Never fluid. say never. Never say never. We're going to have you out on the circuit <laughs> no, speaking in no, no time. No, nor do I want to do that. If anyone needs a keynote speaker for an no. event coming up, Ben is taking notes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Starts with a podcast and ends with a TED Talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. right. Uh, well, congratulations, you guys. For one, a, a whole bunch of things. I have a whole bunch of things to say. Number one, thank you for letting Callie and I and our whole 1022 crew be a part of this journey. The actual editor... The woman who produces your podcast, edits your podcast, her name is Jessica, and um, she has a child with autism. So she gets to put your show together and experience it as an editor, but also as a listener. And it's an honor for her to be a part Aww. of it. That's great. Because she recognizes the importance of what you guys are doing. Yes. Because when, when you... I think what's most remarkable about this show and what you guys are doing, because every day families have to deal with children and finding out their children have different abilities that do not have typical abilities, whether it's Mm -hmm. uh, something like autism, whether it's a physical disability, anything, Mm -hmm. anything, you know, and it, it has got to be so lonely when you're the only person in your friend group who is dealing with that. Yeah. And well, once the diagnosis comes, that's what you feel like. You are, you are out there on an island by yourself. And I, you I think like. I've maybe talked about this on an earlier podcast. I can't remember. You feel like you have nothing in common with everyone around you. Right. You f- and that makes the isolation and loneliness feel so much more. But also, if you go with that friend group, you probably leave in the beginning feeling more lonely than if you'd have stayed home because you're the only one in that room that the child didn't just say, you know, a new word. Right. You're all these kids are over there playing, you know, dolls at two years old and your kids over in the corner. It got at the beginning. It was harder for me to go than to stay home. That makes sense. I think that's the beautiful part of the of, of the podcast is you're ending that loneliness for a lot of people, yes. um, especially people who are getting a diagnosis, like a very recent diagnosis, yeah. you know, um, who, who you're, you guys are what, 19, 
years after your yes. diagnosis, mm-hmm. after um, Jordan's diagnosis. So you've had a lot of time to process it and work through it and come yeah. to that realization that, oh, this, this loneliness is because of this. But if somebody's just now getting it and it's mm-hmm. brand new to them, yes. it's got to be almost frightening. Absolutely. And I think also what our story does, they see Jordan now and anybody that sees Jordan can clearly still see her difficulties, her struggles, but they see her successes, especially I think people find it motivating to see her successes in the area of friends, socialness, and that loneliness, it changes. It becomes Jordan still has the struggles she had when she was little, but we've learned how to help her deal with them better. We've learned to educate the people around her better to be accepting of her inclusive. So I think that alone gives so much hope to people in those trenches right now thinking it's tough right now, but it it can get better. It's going to get better. Um, I think it just takes away that loneliness feeling. Can, can you speak to, just the the growth that you have seen in Jordan just since the start of the shirt shop, because as a follower on social media, because mm-hmm. that's that's your claim to fame, yep. right? You yep. are yep. Uh, the ruler of TikTok. Yes. <laughs> well, okay, Instagram. wait. My claim to fame is that and a whistler. I I told all about that Gosh. at the beginning of the show, but yes, you're correct. My other one is. Uh, social media and just watching your interaction as a, as a family and watching the growth of the shirt shop over the, the years, I can see changes in yeah. Jordan. I saw years ago when you just started, you guys were sitting on your front porch, mm-hmm. you know, having your was it Sunday morning. I yeah. think mm-hmm. you would have yep. your swing. porch swing videos. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were pulling answers out of Jordan mm-hmm. and you were feeding her answers and for yeah. her to get yes. back to you. Yes. Two days ago, I'm scrolling through TikTok and Jordan's doing a viral dance with two of her friends. Yes. That because of the shirt shop? Uh, yes. Yeah. Is it the social media that has helped Jordan get there or is it the... It's the whole thing. The shirt, when I say the shirt shop, I mean from day one, four years ago when we started this, everything about this has completely changed her life. And from the learning how to do something (laughs) independently, she's learned how to do things independently. So then therefore that gives her confidence. It gives her a sense of purpose and well-being when she gains those things it gives her more happiness. It gives her just more personality. Then you shift that to on social media, on TikTok videos. It's constant practice. It's like we're doing speech therapy. Every day. Every day. And she knows what to expect in a way, but yet it's unexpected. She knows we're going to be talking. She knows how we're going to do that pattern, but then I've just been able to work through it with her and expand on it every single time. And someone on TikTok summed it up perfectly the other day. We are literally watching her growth day by yes. day. And it's happening it yeah. right in that's front exactly of us. That's exactly what it is. And yep. to have followers see that mm-hmm. is amazing. How should someone who doesn't have a shirt shop mm-hmm. and might not be in a position to, to do that for the child, for their child, how can they leverage 
what you've just what, what yeah. you've learned. No, good question. How can they leverage that for their own families? So I think what's been really key with social media for us and Jordan is language has always been a struggle for her. Yeah. One thing we inadvertently found out is we share our life on social media. So everywhere she goes, people automatically know what she did the day before. It's kind of odd sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. They know something to talk to her they about. They definitely know what she had for lunch. They, exactly. <laughs> and what she drank. And so I'll give you an example. Hudson played basketball over the summer and his basketball coach was friends of ours. And Jordan would walk in and coach Zach would be like, Hey Jordan, did you have a Pepsi today? Never would one of Hudson's friends, dad know that had it not been about this, but Jordan would instantly light up. It would make her want to go to the basketball game even more because she knew coach Zach was going to ask her about a Pepsi. You can still leverage your own personal social media because really you want to start with your circle. You want your next door neighbor to know things about your child. So even if it's not on social media, tell your next door neighbor, your kids, three favorite things because it helps your child, but it helps your neighbor know how to interact as well. Yeah. Then on giving your child confidence and things to do. You know, first of all, listen to our jobs and modification podcast because we yeah. went through all kinds of things to do at home yeah. mm -hmm. because you can still teach your child how to do things independently. It may be at home, but if they unload the dishwasher and they learned how, make sure that night at dinner, guess what? Guess who unloaded the dishwasher today? Make it a big deal. We do that about our typically developing kids. If Hudson mm -hmm. goes and, you know, has a home run at a baseball game, we're going to tell, that's what we're going to be talking about for the next day. Make sure we do that about our kids with disabilities as well. Even if they're nonverbal, they are taking it in. They can mm. understand yes. so much more than they're able to say. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Talk about what they did great at at your dinner table that night. And, well, and if they're 15 years old, don't talk to them like they're two. Right, yes. I mean, I think that's what yeah. a lot of people do and a lot of I just assume that I think and yeah and we've tried never to do that I'm not saying we haven't but we yeah. try never to do that and I think that's important I think it's um as I hear you say that and and you compare it to uh Hudson hitting a home run or getting the game ball in a in a little league game or something like that it's the same thing it's just if you are if if, if you are disabled if you have autism if you have challenges that are different, your home runs are going to be different. Yes. And I think you guys summed that up perfectly in the first one or two episodes of the season when you were celebrating Jordan picking out her summer robe mm -hmm. when it got yes. warmer versus yeah. her winter yeah. robe, which, which, uh, and correct me if I'm telling the story no, wrong, that's but typically right. that was a fight. That's right. Absolutely. Because she's yes. used to the routine yes. of the big bulky robe. Yep. yep. But yep. then she's, it's 90 degrees out in that's a right. humid Atlanta that's right. yes. summer, and she's wearing a wool robe. Yep. But when she's, so that's a home that's run. A, that's, that's a home a, run. Yes, run. Exactly. Yes. And by sharing that, whether it's on the podcast or your social media, mm -hmm. you are teaching people like me that that is a home run worthy of celebrating. Right. And yes. like Coach Zach. Yes. That is, whatever that thing is, yes. yep. is no different than saying to, Hudson, oh, yes. I saw, you know, I saw you guys went to wherever for dinner last night. Yep. yep. It's no different. Right. And I think um, that was one of the questions I, I wanted to ask. And I know this is going to be a big part of season two because mm -hmm. you spent so much of season one talking about your journey, 
talking about grandparents, talking about siblings, talking about the relationships. The theme that I see coming together for season two is, is talking to people who aren't that close about getting them closer and making them more comfortable. Everyone needs a village and it's how to build that village. Every person that comes into contact with you is, is someone that has the potential to be part of your child's village. So what would you say to someone who has no, and this goes, this this goes back to the first time we sat around this table. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm most excited about is the neighbor who's, who's never dealt with somebody who's different and then has that family move in next door. What would you say if they're listening to this podcast right now, what would you say they need to do to make every, to become a part of that village? They want to, they're nervous. They don't know how. Mm -hmm. Is it okay to ask? I believe it is. And how would you ask if, Jordan was okay, for example. How would, how would you like someone to ask I that would, question of you? I would say if I'm the neighbor going up to someone that moved in that has a child with disability, I'd introduce myself. You know, when you find out, oh, I usually lead automatically in with, I have two children, my daughter has autism, just so you don't get too far in the conversation yeah. and it quickly gets uncomfortable. But if I was that neighbor, I would say, hey, could you tell me a few things your child likes or things my family could use to connect with them? Maybe it's just asking, you know, hey, do you like such and such? Also, that's perfect. You could bring that. Like, for example, I think if any neighbor moved in next door to us, they could bring Jordan a can of Pepsi and win her over for life. Best friends. But you, you would know never that think it, of that, though. That first, you right. would never think of that. You're not going to traditionally take a neighbor a can of Pepsi. Mm-hmm. But if you ask, hey, I would love to, you know, really make them feel comfortable. What can I do? And then as a parent we can go into just simple things. Oh, because like with Jordan, you don't have to bring her anything. Oh, if you see her out in the yard, just say, hey, Jordan, did you have a Pepsi today? Or did you have a nice coffee? And she'll light up. And that allows you to tell the neighbor that there's something different about Jordan. Mm -hmm. Yes. We know a lot of kids. I mean, I think you could, uh, what I do is just hand, put your hand out and give them knuckles, you know, like five or whatever. I mean, Uh some kids do five, some kids do knuckles these days, you know, and I, I always stick my hand out and, they, they know what it is. Yeah. Are they going to be able to? Some do, some don't, but that's okay. I'm not taking it personal that somebody doesn't want to give me a five. Right. But I still yeah. offer it and, yeah. and, they, and, they, and they want that connection. So as long as they have that connection, I think they feel good. I certainly do when it happens. Yeah. How uh, defined is season two? Can I ask you about some of the goals that you want to accomplish with that second season? Yeah. Well, one of the things you pointed out just about like a neighbor, if you find out your neighbor's favorite thing, jot it down because I'm going to be talking on season two. I'm going to have an episode on holidays. And one of the things is things that both parents and neighbors can do to make us something like Halloween Uh way more successful because that's another, any holiday can be very socially isolating. Yes. Um, So we have like, I want to do, episodes like that you know how defined I don't know we can kind of make that a loose term but I've definitely got my notes okay on things that I am and I know you're really excited about you're gonna do one episode that's that's talking directly to 
potential employers. Yes. Yes. Which I think is so, and we were talking about this the other night very loosely, but everybody is hired. Everybody needs employees right now. Yes. Like the, it's such a weird world that we're living in. And there are a lot of people available for hire. This last week, oh, Charlie's came in, brought us lunch and it was a perfect opportunity to, I mean, they were sincerely asking us about employees with special needs about hiring them and what they can do. So it was a teaching moment for them that what they can do in a restaurant. Which was, I think, I mean, Jackie ate that up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what she loved that's to talk about. So perfect. It, it, because we have a large set of individuals that are aging out of the school system, and there there are opportunities available, but businesses don't think about it. We have to figure out a way to get those to mesh. We have abled employ people that could be employees they just need some modifications we need to help businesses understand how to do that so that i want to be a focus in every season because i love it yeah all right let me ask um a couple of the questions that i had jotted down um it is very clear that the two of you in the podcast and in life you have your roles and it, it came up when you guys were i think it was episode four of this season when you were talking about the first few years after you had gotten the the diagnosis Mm -hmm. um jackie you had jumped into hope like uh is it home school it was before she was even in school but like home care therapies Mm -hmm. and you know speech therapies and bringing people in you recruited college students to come help you Mm -hmm. you traveled to multiple states to yeah. find different doctors and communities and people to to work with you and and Jordan and then Ben you talked about you just worked your tail off. Yeah. Like you could see this happening and you're like I'm good at providing. Mm-hmm. This could get expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prov- provide to to mm-hmm. the best of my ability. That's I think so crucial in any crisis situation yes because you both did what you were really really good at yeah i think so and it served a role yes talk about the importance of a family coming together as a team like that and how do you how do you avoid melting down Oh, we have those yeah, moments. Yeah, we have those moments. But, but, but you're still here. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So it wasn't a total meltdown. No. Oh, no. Um, you, you, got, you, threw, you got a hose and I right. think, put the fire out. That's right. I think people have to remember, there's no right or wrong way in life of determining whose role is what. But you have to know what those roles are so that yeah. you can work together. And we were able to establish that through autism very quickly. I think we've adjusted to the business aspect of things as well Mm -hmm. of uh, my role is definitely social media design i i don't know how to say i don't want this to come outside but i feel like i'm my role is leadership and i those aspects Mm -hmm. and you're a doer yeah i'm a doer um just the i'm the box mover and what needs to happen is i i try to execute on that whatever yeah. that is is what now, I, but you do it you do it to the best of your ability 100 which is absolutely outstanding for your family but i think i do and i think i'm a lot like you mm-hmm. in 
that that's that's what I do. Like I buckle down and I do. I, I do. And um, I remember you. I don't know if it rem- if it made it into the episode or if it got edited mm-hmm. out, but. I remember you almost apologizing for how hard you were working while she was traveling yeah, to, it was to, hard. to different states. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still, I, uh, I use my line, I was an absent father. And I mean, I Which think. Which is not true. But you say that. I, I was gone a lot. Yeah. But I was, I, I hated to be gone because she needed the support. But I, I didn't know what support I could have done. But, I felt like I, I had to get out there make money so we could do whatever whatever yeah. Jackie said we needed to do. Yeah. I wanted to do. But so again, she found a doctor in yes. Seattle, Washington. Let's go. Let's go. But that, Everybody's getting in the car. Let's go. And off you go. That worked for us. It was hard to be home all week with autism. But, yeah, but I, I can imagine. I was never resentful. Like that, I knew what my role is. I knew what his role was. We were doing what needed to be done for the best of our family. And so... Had I started shifting to get bitter or you started shifting, that's when we would have had to relook at the plan. But we both knew we're young. Like you, you could have all these ideas, but if you don't have the money to pay for it, you're going to get nowhere. So the best way to implement the plan was him working. So again, it was a great team. Even at that, it was hard, but it was on both of us, but we did what we got to do. So a person today, a family today, who's in the same position you were in, 19 years ago, would you, would you suggest that they sit down and have a talk? Would you suggest that, that do you wish yes. that yes. when it all started, the two of you sat down with like a, with a notepad and drew a line down the middle and put Jackie on one side on the other? We never did that. I don't think we had to. We just kind of got right. each we, other. Yeah, but if you right. struggled, yes. But I'll fast forward this to today. So... Lately, my to-do list has just gotten very overwhelming. And so, so much was on my plate. And I like one night at dinner, I was like, I I can't, I'm going to break. I'm working around the clock. I I can't do this. So he was going to start taking over emails. (laughs) Oh, this is great. Bless his heart. And I did. (laughs) I did. I was good. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to have to have Sarah on a future episode Uh, to back this story up. Maybe she won't listen to this. He was he was gonna do it, so I think he made Are these it. like the the, the customer, customer service, service. Oh, yeah. customer like, service. Hey, I ordered a medium shirt. You sent I, me a small. Yes. Can we so fix this? Exactly. I had a list of notes for what people would email in. So as long as someone emailed and it was verbatim, what was on my like it was exact. The person emailed, I ordered a medium and got a large, and that's what I'd written down. He was going to do that email. But if someone ordered a small and got a 2X, sorry, that wasn't on my list. <laughs> so, so did they not get a response? He would or? flag it for no, me. I <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I would end up at the end of the day. Now, with, I would do those. You're making it sound a lot. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was the harder ones that I was like, I don't know how so to answer this one. a few weeks later, I was like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to lose it. Like, I can't. So we looked at everybody and I said, let's try Sarah. Let's yeah. see how she does at this. Yeah. Sarah's been working with us from day one. And so Ben also, I got to tell another little story. He would say, well, I'm not going to, you're, I'm not going to do it right. And then you're going to be mad at me. I said, I, I've never gotten mad at you how you answer a single email because I don't want to do it. I don't care. I just, so anyway, he goes, she's going to have a lot of questions. Sarah took over two weeks ago. I mean, she asked me questions every once in a while. I might have one email flagged a day. Everything else is done. I don't touch it. And I'm like, ah. 
it has helped us so much because I'm not frustrated at him for not doing it. He's not frustrated at me for not wanting to do it. She loves it. It's her favorite job she's done here. But had we not reevaluated our roles and we'd have just kept on, it was going to get nasty. So even Mean, if you Meanwhile, have- there's somebody in Dayton, Ohio, who's like, a guy named Dan <laughs> said he would get back to me about my small t-shirt. Yeah. Still and I'm still waiting. <laughs> so I guess it's be kind to everyone but me. Yeah. That's yes. right. That's right. Um, so so if like, you're listening to this and you emailed and in, Dayton, Ohio. in the past month- <laughs> And nobody wrote back, send it again and start yes. with, hi, Sarah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those, it's really important. You can have the best plan, but as life changes, your plan's going to shift. And you have to be able to shift to go along with it, or someone's going to be miserable. I think that's with any marriage. Yep, absolutely. Marriage counseling here, marriage or any small business. Um, so that's, yeah. that's what it is. But in general, I think we do really well at it. I'd say our listeners probably already know this. I create the plan and tell Ben what his role is in it. And that's, I'm <laughs> and good that's what that. he that's likes. Fine. That's fine. what he likes. And yeah. that's what I like. And so it that's works right. for us. Yeah. But you could try to do the exact same thing with two other people and it would be a disaster. So yeah. it's finding what works for you. So we've talked a little bit about season two of the podcast. Yep. What's, what's next for the summer shirt project? Like where... I mean, you're obviously, the, we, we the hit, momentum isn't slowing yes. down. The message Correct. is beautiful. I saw that you have a, a shirts out just for teachers now, yep. for educators. Um, I, the, the designs are continuing to evolve, which is, all, which is mm-hmm. great. But what's the next? Always a focus for me, but I think it's shifted up a little bit more. This is Jordan's first year full time. Okay. I want to keep expanding different jobs she can do. Cole can do. We have a classroom that comes in to learn job skills. That's really important. I don't want Jordan spending 40 hours a week rolling shirts. She'll have arthritis by the time she's 25. So for me, a focus of the shirt shop is always expanding our lines, what we're doing to create more opportunities for her. Another goal I think we both have, we just keep failing to implement on it, is YouTube. We really want to get our YouTube channel up, going, because again, I feel like all of our channels feed into each other, but I feel like our podcast and YouTube would really have a way to expand on helping people more. The brief nuggets on social media, but more of the meat on those two things. I can't wait to see Ben in makeup. Exactly. Yeah, right. So TV yeah, lights right, and right, right. Uh, you but spoke- I think I've, I've said it. I mean, we're we're very content on where the business is, where the where the business side of things is. Where it goes, we don't have great aspirations to yeah. grow it to some tremendous amount money wise. It, it we're fine with it. if it stays where it is. We're great. I don't think it will. I mean, I think it will continue to but grow I think each when, and every year. But. When I speak to the growth of the business, I'm not, uh, I know that for, for both of you, selling T-shirts is the way to fund and support improving life for Jordan and for yes. people like Jordan. Absolutely. And so when I talk about what's next for the project it I, i'm happy for the financial yes. success yeah but what's next for can for for people like jordan for employees like jordan like 
is this something that, that, you know, you could, will you get a second warehouse and have it fully staffed by people or, or is it not, is, is a long-term plan not part of the plan? You're just going to see where it takes you. Well, I think for me, the long-term like right now, like Ben said, we're good where we're at. Yeah. We love it. But we know we've been given this very large social media presence. Yeah. I want to continue to elevate our voice to help others. So where I think I can do the most isn't necessarily even creating another warehouse to hire a few people. Got it. Understood. My voice needs to be held, needs to be stronger. So all these businesses out there gain ideas and say, who could I hire in my company? Because that ripple effect will do much more than what I'm able to hire. If I can get, you know, all these different companies saying, hey, I can hire someone to come in and do this. That's where true, true change will start to take effect. And that's where so many more will be helped. And I think that that answer right there speaks to exactly who you guys are. Because in my head... I'm thinking of the future. I'm like, okay, if if they sell 100 t-shirts this week and they can double that to 200 t-shirts, then they can hire right. three more people. Yeah. And then if they double that, they can hire 10 more people. You're thinking, let's just sell as many shirts as we're selling right now, but teach yeah. yes. other people yeah. how to yeah. sell their own shirts yeah. or their own lattes or their own whatever it is because what we need is we need every business across america saying i want to hire one start with one one. start with one jordan Mm -hmm. in your building or in your restaurant and help them gain success because if you have too many to focus on it's going to be harder and you're going to be more apt to give up you hire one Watch them succeed. Watch every employee you have help them succeed. It's going to build morale. It's going to build everything. If we can get every business to start thinking in that mindset, imagine how many jobs that would create. Yep. So well, that's you guys are on on the right track with everything that you're doing. The every the universe has unfolded everything as it should have for you, <laughs> and. The, the ripple effect will never, you can never measure it. And so you'll hit, um, after this episode comes out, mm-hmm. um, I, it looks like you'll hit 100,000 listeners wow. with the first season. Wow, that's great. And those are, that's a, that's, that's a 100,000 pairs of ears. Yes. Yeah. But how many people did they tell? Right. Yeah. How many, what if one business hired one person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what right. you'll never be able to yeah. measure yeah. based on something you said in your, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the podcast about, mm-hmm. you know, training workers. Yes. Like, yep. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I think that's where our shirt has been as well. I mean, we, that's somebody sees somebody else wearing a shirt and they ask the story that's then they yep. go buy a shirt and it's just, it's the ripple like with our t-shirts. Yeah. Same thing. I just, to me, I want to use our podcast as a resource for parents, as a resource for teachers, neighbors, and businesses. I just want to make the world a friendlier, more opportunity place for individuals like Jordan. And I, you know, I'm humbled by the amount of people that listen and say they found value and help. And um, I just want to keep sharing that and get the word out more. 
Well, thanks for letting us be a part of it. And we, congratulations. Thank you so thank much. You. Now get to work on season two. Exactly. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Um, feel free, follow along. You can find us at Summer Shirt Project on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and our website is BeKindToEveryone.com. And we just really appreciate you guys. It has been an amazing first season. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Kind to Everyone podcast. We know your time is valuable. And we appreciate you spending it with us. Word of mouth is the number one way people learn about new podcasts. So we need your help for people to find us. Please, please, please tell everyone you know about our show. To learn more about our story and see our shirts, go to BeKindToEveryone.com. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, you guys.